told him you never know. Kilmer, I want you to keep that in there. Me setting up the camera and <laughs> operating this on my own. I'm uh, I'm out in Montana, uh, and we're in like rural Montana, up up in the Northwest. So a lot of alone time, and this has been an amazing. It's actually been an amazing three weeks so far. We've been here for three weeks. Going to do a few more weeks. Um, and yes, I have Versace and blue hair, so I'm not alone. Um, I think this would be a whole other beast, but just even probably even more beautiful. I just like having those guys everywhere I go, no matter what. But I wanted to actually use this as an opportunity to just talk about that exactly. You know, the power of of being alone and uh, the challenges, but also what it can do for you. Um, and what it says about you, um, even to yourself. And, uh, obviously a, a fitting conversation to have by myself. This is, a. it won't be too many of these, but there is a little bit of a change happening in our lives. Kilmer is not going to be living with us anymore. Um, he is a new homeowner, so... Clap in the gallery, the non-existent gallery, but clap. Kilmer maybe put some clap noises in there or something, something like ones in the distance. But John, uh, John purchased his first home. So he is, uh, congratulations, and he is settling in there like kind of as we speak. So um, we'll be doing them together mainly. He'll be coming to where I'm at or whatever. But you know Steve, you know, Big Papa Steve is still completely nomadic and... Uh, I don't know necessarily when it ends or where it ends. So I'm going to keep you guys kind of posted on the journey. It's an interesting thing to like not know exactly where you're going to end up. But I think that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of what we're talking about. You know what I mean? It's kind of what I'm living as an example, I guess, is how I, you know, in an ideal way of the way I'm thinking, just like being completely open you know, and attached to nothing, open to everything, attached to nothing. That's kind of like, kind of puts in a nutshell the lifestyle that we've been on. Um, and it's been super beneficial, really has. Um, but I want to talk about the challenges too. And I want to, I, I just think it's a cool place to start this conversation. But again, very fitting. But um, it's hard to know yourself if you don't spend time with yourself. And for whatever reason, it's been a bit of a challenge. I think it's because, you know, having a relationship and, you know, coming here after tour and just wanting to unwind, but also, you know, throwing myself into, you know, it's, it's fucking, it's definitely has its challenges that accompany being out in a rural, you know, very, very small town. We're out where... We're eating a lot more simple and clean, um, again, by, by design. Like, it's a choice to, to come here, and I kind of know what it's going to be like. We did it a year ago or so when it was wintertime in Montana. And, uh, you know, like, 
yes, I'm a, I'm definitely enjoy the outdoors, but I'm not an outdoorsman like where I can go hunting all day and fishing all day. Like that's, you know, I I spend a lot of time outside. But my point is, there isn't tons to do here besides work on yourself, work on your you know your craft. Again, by design. Like I know how many ideas that I've made recently. I know organizing them takes just like there's a certain element of just like I got nowhere to go. Like you, you don't rush in the studio. Um, I'm just living in here and kind of moseying through the ideas and the records and like getting an understanding of what I how I feel about them. Um, and then, you know, obviously there's so much more creation, which is another thing when you just have a bunch of time and you're not necessarily, you're not getting invited to dinner, you're not going to the bar, um, again, by design, like I haven't, I think we're on about 32 days of no alcohol for me. I'm going to try to go for a while. Um, not even saying that like, oh, I'm sober and I wouldn't drink. It's just like, no, I'm just not, I'm not. I'm not going to turn up in the middle of the woods. I'm going to use this up. Yes, I could. <laughs> um, but but I also could not, you know, like I'm not going to get pulled into casual drinks that turn into more. Um, and yeah, you know, just like kind of edging out any of the distractions. Um, and like even zooming in more on that, like this, that's kind of what this is about, right? Like, Yes, there's having people around has so many benefits, but it's also hard to understand where you're at exactly when you got some something else always distracting you. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it doesn't even necessarily mean it's a bad thing. There's great distractions. Like there's things sometimes having people like I'm a perfect example. I love having Versace and Blue everywhere I go. One because they're my dogs, but two like if there is something on my mind or I am, you know, stressed over something or needing a space, you know, needing a step away from caring or worrying or being so immersed in like business or music or like just trying to create the best I can. And when you just want to live and exist, it feels so good to have great distractions there that just get you back grounded and in, in, into real life where it's like not all about your productivity and it's not all about what you're doing, you know, like, um, but here it's a choice and it's a choice that can invite some boredom. It can invite some, you know, feeling lonely or missing out a bit or maybe disconnected um, from society in some ways. Boredom was something I battled and I faced, you know, first few weeks for sure. And I was just like, one, being bored in this scenario, doing nothing is kind of the point in some of the aspects of the day. Like making the choice to come here to do nothing and to just be, you know, settle down, regroup, allowing yourself to be that um, is a challenge, you know? And, and I think it's why I talk about what I talk about so much because it's what I'm working on. It's like the... It's really what I can be most honest and transparent about is just what I'm doing and what I'm thinking about. And you want to figure out how you feel about yourself and what you're doing and what you got going on and your life. Spend like spend a bunch of time alone, you know what I mean? In nature and just like 
that's you know kind of been the wave and the purpose of this so far and it's been incredible i mean it's again it's been three weeks you could hear how much i've already kind of milled through it um but i also on the other side i challenge uh it's like super doable and feasible in in a city and you're crazy you know in a crazy up-tempo life with a bunch of people around, it's just closing your door and spending time alone. Um, or, you know, taking a little drive and spending some time alone somewhere where you can be outside. And um, I think the benefits are amazing. As you change, like, I feel like I did a, you know, you do a few months of tour, I'm like, I changed through that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're a different person than when you went to bed and when you wake up, you know? So... My point of that is like for the evolution to happen fluently and then for it to not be um, limited or I'm looking for another word, but let's just say the expansion of yourself gets limited when you're not able to like, you know, establish your evolution, live with it, understand how you're changing and shit and then you're kind of opening the door for more evolution and more evolution because you're checking in with yourself. You know, the importance of the self, the self-awareness and the time that you need to spend alone. That's how you're checking in with yourself as things are happening in your life. Like sometimes a bunch of shit happens and you never check in with yourself. Like I get so busy, some shit happens, some traumatic shit happened there or something a little more serious or something super fun and amazing, something beautiful happened, but it's all happening and there's people around and you you can't even like live with, you don't even live with it. You don't sit with yourself. You don't even understand like where you're really at on it. You know what I mean? And then the evolution that took place, if you're not kind of aware of it and address it, you know, like it, it kind of can stagnate there. Um, and I just think checking in with yourself as you evolve and as you grow or you change your mind or, or you know, again, just assess, need to assess what's going on. The check-ins with yourself is just really, it's really just kind of essential. Um, so again, I know my life is weird and like not being tied anywhere. We can go do this shit and you can have these exploratory fucking, you know, residential stints where you um you know i know that's rare but i'm saying even just finding a way to to get away from from a bunch of voices and a bunch of things and I, you know this doesn't it doesn't just it's not just limited to real life like i'm talking watching a show you're watching or um you know stuff you're following on social media or you're just you know scrolling through or whatever um you know it is, it can be a good distraction, a lot of it. You know, you cut out a bunch of the voices and the distractions is when you can tap in and tune in a little bit. So, yeah, wanted to start with that. I've been doing it a bunch. Um, diving in on the music a bunch. Yeah, reflecting a bunch. And, and I think that's kind of where, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about as we sat down, but reflecting um, is kind of, what I'm trying to say, you got to reflect. And and I think this one hit me a little bit harder. I've been reflecting a lot. And uh, it's powerful. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think we've really talked about this. I was trying to think of some things that I hadn't really like 
spoke on and we could kind of dive in a little bit if I was going to have a conversation with myself or with my Steve's, I should say. Um, but so much has changed. Um, fuck, man. I, I can't even segueing off what I was just talking about. The evolutions that I've gone through. Um, fuck everything externally, just internally. Like how I feel, um, you know, and, and just what I want to do. And uh, it's there's there's so much that's gone on internally and changed and evolved in such a beautiful beautiful way and and some of it was painful to get to, you know what I mean? But um, reflecting on, on like the the victories you have or even the losses that you you go through um, is just so important, and I feel like we don't. We don't really do it much as a society. Maybe maybe that's unfair to say as a blanket statement, but I feel like it isn't. You know what I mean? I just there's so much there's so much to distract you at all times. But um, being here, I, I wanted to say this to you guys directly. Just like I want to express the gratitude that I have in my heart. You know, um, life isn't uh, life is is challenging. I think that's a huge part of growing up. Just realize how how hard it is, um, and and as much as I talk about like I'm coming from such a you know positive um, place, especially when I sit down here. Like I I made a decision a long time ago. I would never. I don't. I want to be as. I made a decision a long time ago that you know I just want to be as positive as I can, and it's almost a choice. Cause yeah, you could come on and you know, get into some negative conversations or say some negative things. And it's just like, it's it's been a choice of mine to really try to cut that out of whatever I'm putting out into the world. You know what I mean? And again, I think that it usually comes full circle. You know, if you're putting out some a bunch of negative vibes, it usually comes back. And I think the same of the opposite. But, you know, life is, life is, is uh, extremely hard as you get older and you, you just... There's just so much, you know, emotional uh, and even just like part of being a human being is just like the ups and downs of emotions and thoughts. And it's just really hard, you know, to feel like you're doing the right thing and you're right where you're supposed to be. And I think that's I get some when I ask, you know, for questions on the podcast, we get so many of the of, you know, questions in that ballpark It's just like trying to balance being competitive and trying to balance being, you know, content versus complacent and wanting more for yourself, but, but you know, also appreciating where you are. And my answer is that it's fucking hard. I don't know shit. You know what I mean? I'm just, I, just, I know what's worked for me and I try to share it, you know, but I, I do, I do feel like it's a one, you know, a one player game and it's something that you have to kind of massage out constantly figure out what's right for you, you know, the right amount of reflection, the right, right amount of distractions, the right amount of hard work versus the right amount of, of trusting the universe or trust, you know, um, and it, it's a fucking challenge. I feel super grateful and appreciative of um, the shit that's gone our way. And a big part of it is our fan base and just kind of people tapping in and getting it and and rocking with with me and and us and 
choosing to support us when you can support a million different things. The gratitude usually can, it really is, the, the strength of gratitude really can overpower, you know, the negative thoughts and, and any negativity that you might have running through your head or your heart. You know, it can. And, you know, I'm coming from a place of like, you know, sometimes I have days, like I've had some out here where I'm just like, why do I feel like I should be doing, like, I, you know, I'm, I feel like I should be go, 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 but I'm, I came here to not. Not reflecting and appreciating everything that just happened. Like we just, you know, we've had our a huge, you know, year, year and a half here where we switched the, the, the mic rebrand and, and the highs and the tour and, and just how things are going. And it's shit that I always wanted, you know. And here I am. I know that. And here I am, you know, still having some days where, you know, I feel like I'm getting pulled somewhere else and whatever, you know, like there, there's something I'm circling around here and it's just like, this whole thing is difficult. You know what I mean? Um, I think people, like some people, you know, hit me and, and I, you know, I think they might think I have it more figured out than I do. It's not, it's just not easy, you know? And, uh, that challenge of, of wanting to make the most of your time, but also like most of the spirituality and the stuff that I'm on is slowing down. You know, ask about trying to balance, like appreciating what you have and and being totally in the now without trying to game plan for the future and go as hard as you can to create a better future. And I'm like inspired on both sides of that. I'm inspired by the guys that are like, can totally, you know, like, and that's in the spiritual realm, just totally be, you know, and, it's a crazy like quote like we're not human being we're not human doings we're human beings you know it's just like being total like it's a challenge to just be where you are completely and not you know have wheels turning about what's next or what you have to do or what's ahead or what you may want in the future you know um it really is it's a challenge and and it's a towing of the line you know what i mean and I think that's where you can kind of find the sweet spot. It's like, yo, this ain't, this isn't supposed to be easy. It's constantly checking in with yourself. A beautiful thing about this podcast, you never know. That's why it's, that's why that's so special to me. It's just like, I think a lot of the troubles and the challenges and maybe the hardships internally in your mind is wanting to know. Like, you need that security. You want to know, like. I, I, I need I want to fucking know exactly what I want and what I'm doing and what I need to do and or you could just you know you could find that somewhere in the middle you know and that's that's what my challenge is that's what's working best for me um, and I think I think it's just a common thing you know in a society we live in that you know it, it's man I grew up and I it, my parents didn't raise me this way but. I fucking wanted to make money and be successful and so and famous even so you know that's how you killed it if you did that like you're having a you know that's what life was about you know what I mean like and if you're not doing that then you kind of suck and like that's just not how I see it anymore. You know what I mean? The power of changing your mind is even a beautiful thing. You know, like, 
yeah, you don't know. And maybe you thought you knew, but something else happened and totally changed your mind. And now you think the other way or whatever. But for me, like, you know, I, I identify on both sides of it. I'm literally working it out as I'm talking out loud about it. But yeah, you know, the, the, the importance of reflection, really, that's, that's the entire reason you do it. To realize you don't know, or maybe you don't want to know, or you don't have to know. And you just keep trying to do your best, you know? I think where it becomes beautiful is when you're, you know, I had this conversation with Will Compton on last week's episode a bit. It was just like that whole don't try thing. It's just like, yeah, I mean, you could argue I'm working hard as hell. I'm trying hard as hell on my music because I've been doing it. I've put so many hours in, so much, so much time um, and effort, you know, and energy. But I know from being the guy who's, who's doing it is that I'm, you know, if, if you can if you can tap into like, you know, what, what maybe makes you feel most alive and you do that, it becomes, it doesn't feel like trying at all, even though, you know, from the outside looking in, you're like, what do you mean? And that's why Will's like kind of confused and we're talking it out. It's kind of a confusing thing to like work hard, but don't, you don't want to be trying hard. You know what I mean? You want to be, the key is like putting yourself right where you believe you're supposed to be and it feels so good to be doing what you're doing that it's not fucking work you know um and ironically i think <laughs> a lot more of the of the you know internal work i'm talking about the reflecting the the time alone it actually it's actually part of the work doing nothing's part of the work because it sets me up to be in a space to fucking be open and creative and just in flow and not worrying or judging what I'm working on. I'm just fucking expressing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, just expressing is essentially being, when you're, when you're in a creative space or, I don't know, say you're not in a creative space and you're just creating life, you know what I mean? You're, you're creating a memory or a moment with, somebody you love, you gotta be totally present just to express. And I don't think that's necessarily that achievable if you don't know yourself and take some time with yourself and, and or at least it's not as easy, you know? Um, yeah, a lot of the work is in doing nothing. I, I, really, I really am feeling and realizing that more and more and it's something that actually can help if you're feeling overworked or you're feeling understimulated and you're feeling like you're not doing enough. It's like, all right, I need I need both, you know? Like it's okay, I've been a bit lazy. Like it's um it's like pulling an elastic, you know, rubber band, pulling it back so it could shoot forward, you know? So times when I feel less, you know, less motivated or less, you know, productive, I'm learning to accept that and, and understand the value in it, you know, maybe, you know, challenge myself in those times to maybe read versus watch a movie or maybe, you know, but also maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's important as fuck to spend some time with my boys and bullshit on the fucking balcony and catch a vibe or talk to my girl, you know, about something that might open a perspective or maybe just settle me down. You know, so there's value in all of it. 
And uh, I think that's kind of a beautiful thing. That's kind of a beautiful realization. I, I watched, I saw that, the, I didn't watch the movie, but I saw the name Collateral Beauty. And I think that's what that means. It's, it's a movie. And that's kind of what it means. It's like, it's all part of the beauty. You know, like the hardships or the fuck ups or whatever. It's part of the beauty. Um, at least that's how I interpret it. So, you know, the ebbs and flows of life. Be accepting of them. Reflect on them when you can. If you want to fucking be a piece of shit on the couch, fully be a piece of shit on the couch. Be all the way there. You know what I mean? Like, be all the way there. I actually wrote something down I wanted to read. I was like, if you have to be somewhere, walk fast or even run. But do it totally in the now without projecting yourself into the future. Even if you're going to be inactive and lazy, do it totally. Do it to the fullest. Enjoy it. Uh, something I wrote today. Um, and then there's one other thing I thought was really cool. It, this was just a thought that I, I came across. Um, no matter what you achieve, the future will always seem better than the present. Are you waiting to start living? Is your goal taking up so much of your present that it's reduced to a means to an end? Super, you know, eye-opening things or questions to just think about. It's fucking hard. Having goals is a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? I don't think enough people say it. it's like such a hard-old culture where like, Oh, man, fucking go after it. You know, and there's validity to that. If you want something, go after it. But there's validity to the other side, too. You know? Is your goal, take, is your goal taking up so much of your present that, you're, that it's reduced to a means to an end? Are you waiting to start living? No matter what you achieve, the future will always seem better than the present. Ironically, I think the best you know, the thing you can do for your future is be in your present. Like, just totally be in the present and be as lighthearted and open and, and literally just kind of dancing with life. That's where, like, the best, the best things happen for your future. So, again, I think it's another balancing act. I think it's all a balancing act. Um, and, yeah, well, I'm going to... Take, I'll take a question, but I, th I think the question that Kilmer sent over for today. They sent a few, so let me see. Um, I think it's kind of about, it's about that. Um, a few things, music, we are starting, uh, I'm starting to roll back out. I don't have info on, I don't have info on, on the album yet. Um, it's another thing I'm reflecting on a lot. You guys probably can probably tell, um, but, yeah, the the albums just kind of tell me when they're when it's ready to be an album. So I just I'm just creating, and yes, we're you know we're flying songs every two every two weeks, which is incredible output, you know, meaning just an incredible level of output for artists. Like making songs is is not something you rush, and it's not me rushing. It's just I have so many ideas over the you know from working, we're just creating a bunch, you know, so. I, I am going to be using Only Steve's more and more as like an idea place where I'm even going to put shit up that's in demo form where I'm just like, I already have. I have been doing that. But, you know, even some of it's still freestyle, still some mumbles, still me working shit out. Maybe the music will change. Maybe it won't. But 
um, we're rolling ideas out every two weeks on there, and I, I use that to get a gauge on, you know, from the fans, but also, you know, just it's a cool experience for y'all, for the people who are subscribed. And I'm not gonna say sit here and say like I, I don't already know what I what I like or what I'm gonna put out, but it's also a cool way of testing the waters, you know. Um, we got like the first kind of dance ish leaning record. It's just something I fucking made on a wave in Miami. Um, you know, dance is just a vibe for me um, that I just, something about it. I just, it's really kind of like opened me up. I'm super open to the whole vibe and, and just like music being about space too. Like when I say that, I mean, it's just not filled up with words everywhere. There's a lot of space. There's just a lot of vibe and like it actually goes really well with nature and it's just something that I fuck with. It raises my vibe. It's like a higher vibration music, I think, in, in a lot of aspects, depending on the style. But yeah, I kind of made a wavy one. It's, it's like, you know, probably closest to that Drake um, recent vibe, but I think it's my own take. You know, we just want to make some dance shit. I mean, I the mountains outro on the highs obviously has a dance feeling. Um, and that's kind of my favorite feeling that like kind of uplifting vibe um so that will be coming but not it's not a predominant style choice for me you know what i mean it's something i'll probably make more and more of as time goes on but there's just so much more to do in this in this sound that i've been kind of building with the mic wave and you know between country and hip-hop and pop and whatever the hell it is i don't know what my genre of music is but um you know, I I think for avid listeners, um, y'all probably aware that like I three four years ago I maybe even closer to five I started talking about this country feeling where the, it's not country music, you know, it, obviously, but it's just it's like a good it plays parallel to it in some ways, you know. I think I'm. I was inspired and moved by the feeling that the music gives you. Like, I just love guitars. And I just, the melodies that kind of, the melodies on guitars that kind of speak to your soul. Like, I just, that's what music does, obviously. But for me, especially in this country world, it just, like, lends itself to reflection. It lends itself towards good vibes. It lends itself towards, you know, just a great, great middle ground of like, you know, storytelling. Country is just such a great middle ground of like storytelling and just relaxed music, but also can be super moving, you know, and, and powerful. Could be, it could be an amazing party aphrodisiac, you know, it could be, it's a great genre. Um, but I also just, the reason I make the music I make is because I'm trying to draw like my favorite things. Um, in my own way, you know, of, of all the genres. Like, I love the bounce of hip-hop music and, like, the energy that will give you when, yeah, just great drums and 808s and, and those grooves and those... And those grooves and those, yeah, just the modern flows, catchy little urban pocket flows that I just I love. I get such an energy from, too. I'm taking my favorite aspects of all the stuff that kind of moves me within all the different genres and it sounds calculated but it, it's just not it's just kind of 
it makes sense, right? It's just kind of a smorgasbord of all the things that I like. I think that's what great artists, you know, what artists are trying to do. And I think when I'm at my greatest, that's what I'm doing well, you know? And I think that's what I'm doing well with this mic sound is just like taking the inspirations and the ambiances of all the favorite, all my favorite vibes that I've ever really been a fan of or consumed and, and trying to create my take on it all. So, you know, with all that being said, like the country world, the manifest of, of being accepted in that space is, is happening. It's been a four or five year build, but it's happening, like starting to get booked for rodeos and, you know, um, the biggest, you know, playlists that I'm getting on organically, like just rant, you know, like we don't have any label, nothing's changed, you know, but the organically catching, catching a wave on, on the country music playlisting and um, all the young, best popular artists in Nashville and in the country space are fucking fans of my shit. Like they, the same way I'm fans of them, but meaning there's a difference there. It's like, it's, there's, you know, there's a, there's a quote about like, don't go where you're accepted. Don't go where you're tolerated, go where you're celebrated. And like, that's kind of what I've tried to cultivate here with just this country world. One, it's already a, a very accepting, you know, group of guys and good dudes and, there's just a lot, there's a lot less competition and more so like community amongst the guys. And, you know, I'm obviously, I act, I've always been and acted, I'm just kind of a laid back dude. And I think it kind of lends its hand to that world more. Um, but yeah, like, you know, guys like Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs and, and uh, Sam Hunt and, and all guys are like my favorite guys. I love I love those guys, you know, and and they 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 appreciate what I do, and that's just something that didn't happen in the hip hop world, really. I mean, Post did, um, Post for sure was really the first guy to really ever do that for me, um, which I'm indebted to forever, because you know at the time he was just so successful and he was just really becoming a megastar, and for him to make, you know, make make it known or even just share with me that he felt what I was doing and he loved, he, you know, he really enjoyed it and, and liked it and supported it. Um, gave it a, me a ton of momentum or even just personal motivation to be like, Hey, I'm onto something, you know, even when, when I'm facing doubts, like I'm able, there was power in, in knowing, you know, as much as it's not about external validation, you know, it feels good. You know, humans want to be fucking accepted by other humans and especially people that they look up to, you know. So in this country world, like a lot of a lot of amazing stuff is happening. And I think because of the the country listener changing and the world evolving and it's not like you're just rigidly a country music fan. You listen to rap, you listen to pop, you listen to country. It's this the new music consumer with streaming and where the, you know, the world is gone musically. It's like, fuck. You know, genres almost feel a little outdated, you know, and I, that's just my personal take on it. I've never obviously subscribed to a genre, but amazing, you know, amazing things happening in that world for me. And it's something I can talk about soon. Um, it's just, it's just awesome. You know, it's, it's awesome. And please come see me at the rodeo if you can. If not, we're going to be doing more of that type of stuff. 
we're already planning something, some major things for 23 on the touring side. And uh, yeah, we'll tap in and keep it going. Again, this tour that just passed was amazing for us. All right, I, I was supposed to get to a question. Now I'm here. What do you think is the best and most effective way to make and build connections? Could be in the music scene, but really just in life. Connections are super important in, in the music space. And I'm just kind of reflecting. All I can give you is, is my journey and some of the truths that have worked or the truths that have revealed themselves on this journey that I've been on. In regards to connections, all the most valuable ones are truly organic. Connections is a word you can use loosely, but really what it's it's almost more about creating bonds or or um having an actual relationship versus a connection. If you you can definitely win by positioning yourself properly, networking your ass off, saying what you gotta say, doing what you gotta do, being who you gotta be, going where you need to go, you know. You can win there and I think there's value in it. You know, it, it's not me, it's not my approach. But there's value in it. But those relationships, you know, when it's really more based on the merit of a connection where like, oh, he's just like, you know, and you meet somebody and they're just like cut from the same cloth or just you get a good comfortable feeling or you guys can relate or it feels like you might have known each other before. Like those types of connections, it's more about sorting out the one or two of those versus being friends with everybody and trying to know everybody and make every play possible, you know? Um, and for people who get a lot of attention, albeit celebrities or successful or the CEO or whatever, like you kind of develop a sixth sense to where you can tell if somebody's, you know, your tribe or they're kind of like, around call them energy vampires there's a bunch of names for them but like there's a lot of these people in LA they're just like around but they're not necessarily like it's just not it just doesn't feel the same and it's a little hard to articulate but you know I'm sure people can kind of some of you guys could probably relate to what I'm saying it's just those types of relationships where you're like you're deep down it's coming from a place of like you want something from them or you can get some value out of it, whether it's for your ego to look cool or it's for your fucking life to make money and be successful or to meet so-and-so or to get near those girls or whatever it may be. If it's coming from that place, usually the people, you're not tricking them, you know? They're in those positions and they get a lot of that energy and it's, it's just, yes, it can work, but it's, to me, you it's a re replaceable relationship. It's a replaceable, like, there's, there isn't this, like, bond that might truly, like, be a, a relationship that can tr transcend your life. At least from my viewpoint and from, from, you know, my seat where I'm sitting in now, like, that, that's where, that's the truth to me, you know? Um, having, having a few really, you know, important relationships can do a ton. Um, and it can be very overwhelming to try to position yourself. I've been in situations where I, I, I felt like I was doing that a little too much. You know, maybe sacrificing a little bit more of myself than I should have been to cater to a relationship because of the upside that it could bring. And uh, I actually like kind of 
in some evaluation, some things happened, but in some self-evaluation and reflection, I kind of realized that I wasn't ashamed, but like had a little bit of that tone of feeling like, oh, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't be that person, you know, and stopped it. And you know what? That, you know, that person, we're not in each other's lives, really. Um, and it's just because that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. Like, it's a beautiful thing to have connections with people that fade or, you know, we talk about ex or relationships or an old boss or a peer or whatever, you know? Like, it's okay when it changes, you know? And there, you know, my point of this is like, there's a few relationships that can really change your life, but stressing and trying to position yourself strategically for relationships usually breeds that, like where you're in kind of the wrong settings and it's not really your tribe. Like it's not, you're forcing it, you know, or they're forcing it or whatever, you know? Um, and again, that can be fruitful in its own, right? Especially in business. You don't have to be best friends with everyone you're doing business with, you know? Um, but talking about meaningful relationships, um, my answer to this, which I still haven't gotten to because I literally just ramble. Um, my answer to this is the most effective way um, of networking, the most effective way of attracting the right relationships or connections into your life is by being yourself. 100%, that's my answer. Because everything I just said, it's about that one or two or however many relationships that are truly right for you. And like, how do you get what's right for you actually is you being yourself actually. Do you get what I mean? Like, there's a cool thing. It was about relationships. It was like kind of this... Uh, a bit of a spiritual thing, I guess, but it was about relationships and it was like they used like colors and masks as like the storyline, part of part of the storyline. But more or less, it was that two people, these two people went their whole lives looking for, you know, looking for blue and they were wearing red, but really they were, you know, they were blue underneath. So there were blue face, just bear with me here. There were blue face, but wearing red masks because they thought that's what everybody else wanted. They thought everyone else wanted red. But deep down, she wanted blue, he wanted blue, and you're wearing a red mask because you think that's what they wanted. I don't know if I butchered that exactly, but I think you guys can wrap your head around it. It's just like, if I'm wearing my true colors, that that person who sees me wearing my true colors and is attracted to the true colors that I'm wearing, that's a fucking real connection because there's not there's no lies. Do you know what I mean? Where if I think she wants red, so I'm wearing red, but really I'm blue. And deep down, she's like, I, th I think I'm supposed to want red, but really I want blue or I'm looking for blue, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, I'm wearing a red mask over here and, and our connection is blundered. You know, like there's, it's not, it's, it's on faulty ground. Like that's kind of what I'm getting at. Again, I'm pretty sure I fucked that up, but hopefully you can wrap your head around it. Um, be your fucking self as much as you possibly can.
And I think an, an awesome way to kind of bring this full circle and, and wrap this conversation with myself up is uh, being by yourself is important to being yourself. Knowing yourself is important to being yourself truly. And then when you are yourself truly, um, you attract the right partners that truly are meant to be in your life and truly can supplement your actual path that you're meant to truly be on. So, yeah, that's my TED Talk. Steve's joined me for my outro. Hey, Mr. Steve. But yeah, being by yourself is a huge key to kind of being yourself, I think. And being cool, being alone, a lot of, I think there's a lot of power in that. And uh, there's value in it, even the hard parts of it, being bored or feeling like you're disconnected from people or whatever it may be. Maybe you fucking fall off with some of your friends or, you know, you don't get that external validation of going to the bars and being, you know, seeing buddies and familiar faces and shit like that and spending time alone. But really, I think that's kind of, if you're feeling like you're not with the right people or you're missing something, I think kind of the first step is figuring out, figuring out how to be by yourself, which in turn kind of gives you, gives you an understanding of yourself to where you could actually truly be yourself, you know? And, and then I think you're on the path to attracting the right person or people into your life or circumstances or whatever. So Steve does a very good job of this. And uh, yeah, cheers. I appreciate y'all. This will probably be one of one of very few that I do myself. And it was a bit of a mental, I put myself in a bit of a mental pretzel here today. But um, yeah, it was good. And I appreciate the support. We dropped a YNK podcast on our premium just a few days ago. Um, I actually wanted to play music, but it's not a situation where we can, this, this setup here. Um, but Please uh, check out the pod if you haven't on YNK Premium. And then, yeah, we're back to our normal schedule on Only Steve's dropping every few weeks. We're going to start running these records back up. So appreciate y'all. If you saw us on tour, um, man, can't say thank you enough. It was a fucking one of them ones we're going to remember for a long time. So appreciate y'all. I'll see you soon.